Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Casual fam, I started talking and forgot to mute myself. Unmute Unmute myself. I had muted myself. You were muted. I was muted. I'm now unmuted. I'm unmuted. I'm unmuted. I'm unmuted. It reminds me of that scene in Ace Ventura when he's outside the screen Uh, door. (laughs) uh, uh, That's funny. That was a pretty good impression, right? It was great. I've actually done quite a few impressions for you lately. What were some of the other ones? They've been, it's actually mostly just been like 90s songs. I think earlier you tried to do Joe Pesci. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because you had me watching Goodfellas, <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, Joe Pesci stabbed someone right in the beginning of Goodfellas? That was traumatic. I'd never seen the movie before. And you didn't see it last night. I, Yeah, well, not all of it. The beginning. The beginning. Um, What was the song that I was singing earlier that I thought was Alanis oh. Morissette? Oh, you were singing a song by the Cranberries. But the I Cranberries. think the one impression that you did earlier, yeah. you tried to do the guy from the Bare Naked Ladies. It's been one week since it looked at me. Never, never, uh, never, never seen me. And no matter how many times I correct you on the lyrics. Oh, I thought you were telling me the lyrics. I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> That's uh, all no he matter says. how many times I correct your lyrics. That's huh. the remix. I would actually love to record that song. Like yourself? But make it a Star Wars spoof. Well, you, oh, uh, I was like, you just recorded the first line. Well, kind of. Still not a Jedi got on my hands. I don't, slam. I know. I know. That was a slam on the Skywalkers, but not Ray because she came out with all limbs. So far. Technically a Skywalker now. She's rebranded herself. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. An awakening. An awakening. Uh, that was very topical, Holly. I appreciated <laughs> that reference. Casual <laughs> fam, I had an intro and then I had myself muted, so it threw me all off. And so instead, you got an Ace Ventura impersonation. But at least we're recording. We're st- we're recording. Um, I had more Ace Ventura jokes, but oh, uh, I ruined it. you mind if I ask you a few questions? You remember you remember uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Yeah. Jim Carrey was fantastic. Hilarious. Hilarious. But uh, remind me of the Cranberry song, Holly. Well, how did that go? I don't know. You could just at least I'm not, voice no. it. You don't have to sing. I definitely can't do anywhere near her voice. Huh. I'm starting to think something. I don't know if it's all the paint in the house. I think it's the full moon. It could be the full moon. Or which I, yeah. Mercury's in retrograde. Mm, I'm be. not sure I follow, even though I am on my big space game right now. <laughs> I'm not sure I follow. Technically, what does that mean? Okay. It's when a planet... And, uh, let me disclose. Holly is not an astrophysicist, though you, she may be, and I don't know that history. Who knows? But continue. Sorry. It's when a planet... Ugh, someone's going to get mad at me because I'm not going to explain it right. Oh, I this love is it. not what we mean by Star That's Wars. Okay. <laughs> no, it's when a planet... Okay. Yeah. To make it simple, it's when a planet kind of, so... Does it tilt or something? No, it doesn't tilt. Well, 
They're yes, at a that's, tilt. That's yeah. different. So your planets are in orbit around the sun, right? Okay. And so for you people who are listening on the podcast, I'm sorry, you can't see my hands right yeah, now. Yeah, she's doing something with the hands. So like the sun's in the middle. Say this is yeah. Mercury. Okay. And this is Venus, which are the two planets that showed us that Mercury is in retrograde. Oh, nice. So Mercury has a shorter orbit yes. or around the sun, right? The Venus does right? Because Mercury is closer. Yeah. So it takes less time for Mercury to go around the sun. So mm -hmm. Ven it passes Venus Laps and it. then it will show up behind Venus when previously it had been in front of it relative to the night sky. Okay. So a long time ago, they thought that it was actually moving backwards. Oh. So we call it in retrograde when it comes up. But even though we, we know it's not, we still call it that. Yeah, we're old school, I guess, and not very educated. Do we still believe the world is flat? Some of us do. Some of us do. I do not. It's unfortunate. It is. And incorrect. And incorrect, yeah. So, spoiler alert for anyone out there who is listening and believes the world is flat. Holly just gave a great, you know, a little description as to, you know, why that is not the case in, in all of our solar system rotating around the sun. I couldn't even, Holly, name the order of the planets from the sun. You couldn't. It's really sad. But I hope now you can. Oh, my six-year-old nephew can, and mm -hmm. I can't. We won't put you on the spot. There's a lot that I don't know. What I think I, you know, have a little bit of knowledge on is Star Wars. And yes. I'm okay with that. And here we are. I'm okay with that. You know, all that schooling, mom, I'm sorry. It, you know, I it sh I guess it paid off. I don't know. I'm, I'm still kicking it, right? You're here. Still here. You know, Coherent. holding down a job. Coherent. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Depends on how many Michelob Ultras we have. Holly's rocking... Uh, a Michelob Ultra tonight, um, which was a gift of our neighbor. Mm -hmm. Really pleasant guy we just got to know. Um, super nice. Uh, gifted a 24-pack to us. Uh, it was a little housewarming present. At 8 o'clock in the morning. At 8 o'clock in the morning. There's no better time to see Holly and I out, you know, on the town. <laughs> gallivanting Gallivanting around. in sweatpants and looking terrible. Mm. Um, well, you look good. I didn't. Well, but... But hey, it got us a 24 pack. Of got a 24 ultra. pack. So it looks like we'll be drinking the ultra here for a while until Luke comes around and brings some high Ooh. class, you know, craft brews. Um, but guys, so a lot's been going on here in the new base. A lot of painting. I still may have a little bit of a high. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be honest? Is that okay to be honest on the podcast about that? And kids listening, it's not cool to get high. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's impossible to avoid it when you're painting. This PSA brought to you by Michael Canterbury. Michael Canterbury. Uh, love the way you say that name. Burry. <laughs> um, so uh, lots of painting. I can barely feel my body. I got a kink in my neck the size of Montana, and it ain't going away. So this is probably going to be, I'm going to say, one of our shorter podcasts. And I know we just did, you know, 10 minutes of banter there, but I'm going to say it's going to be a little shorter. Is that okay, Holly? Is that okay with you? I think everyone got two episodes last week, they so did. I think we're they okay. We're absolutely, clear. absolutely. And I, I don't know how long I can sit in this position. Mm. I'll either black out from the, the, the paint. Or, you know, I'll just go and uh, I'll just lock up and fall out of my chair because my neck hurts so bad. So. Both of those would be bad. Would we, what would you do? 
I guess I continue the podcast. I would have to keep going. Test that was a trick question. You would not call nine one one. You would not rush me to the hospital. You would finish the podcast, stop the recording, then feel free to call nine one one. First and foremost, yes, I would finish the podcast. Actually, could you finish it and edit it and get it uploaded for tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Um, I could. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you how to do that, though, first, right? Speaking of apprentices. Oh, that's right. I did. I, we have, folks, I did tell Holly, in case I die or blackout, mm-hmm. I need to show you how to get all this set up. You know, mm-hmm. you just bring the brains and the brawn and the beauty, and we just, you know, we need to show you how to set up the ship. Well, I did plug yeah. the roadcaster in tonight, you, so that's a you start. You plugged the road. You did. You charged her up, and, and we're good to go, <laughs> thanks to you. The record button is on this time, people. That's right. It's, we've been recording for 10 minutes solid. Um, so this is going to be a shorter episode. Um, and, and you haven't heard Luke. We're not ignoring Luke. Luke's not sitting next to Holly out of camera. No, he's not mm-hmm. on the phone. Um, you know, Luke was out saving the Republic. He was you on know, a mission. On a mission, I would say around Vector 9, um, which happens to be Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, the Outer Rim. The Outer Rim. Oh, wait. <laughs> to us I meant Midwesterners. Upstate. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it is to us, Holly. Here and here, <laughs> and, you know, the Buckeye State, it's 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 the Outer Rim for us, right? It is. It's way out there. Um, God forbid. I mean, when we go out to, God help us when we go out to California. I mean, that's going to be the Outer Out. That's the Unknown Regions. So, it's gonna feel like a different country. It, well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> easy with that. Still America. Still America. Thank God. If we're if we're still around after coronavirus, then we'll hopefully still make it out to to Anaheim. I hope. I hope that doesn't get canceled. That would be a real bummer. That would be a huge bummer. That'd be a real bummer. We would have to have our own Star Wars celebration in this dining room, right here, right here. Well, hopefully the loft will be <laughs> the good. The loft will let's, be finished. Let's yeah. be honest. If you would come, come on. Whoa, freezing. Columbus. <laughs> Yeah. Columbus, Ohio, okay. to our home base wow. for celebration, let us know. Sounds like you're about to throw the address out. I am absolutely not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, some, though. Some I'd have over. You know, maybe not put it on the interwebs, you know, just out there. No. But some people could. Yeah. Come. Absolutely. A selection. A select- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. Um, I was wondering where you're going with that, Holly. But So, yeah, Luke isn't here. Uh, he was unable to make it. He had some, you know, family trip and, and, you know, when you're hauling two kids around and, and unknown uncharted territory, um, on a weekend, um, things can get hectic. I'm sure I have no idea cause I don't have children, but it's what I hear. Holly, uh, I hear it can get a little hectic. I have a dog. So well, I mean, I would say it's comparable, right? I think so. Chewie's kind of crazy. Nah, yeah. he's great. He's out passed out. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Luke's not able to join us, and it's a pity. I want to get his thoughts uh, on a couple comic books that we're going to talk about today. Um, I know some of you guys really aren't into the comics, and that's okay. But we'll try to drop a little knowledge on you. It's it's good canon stuff. Some of it I uh, have issues with. I would like to hear that issues. when we get to that. Yeah, issues, I guess. I, I have issues have with issues. the issues. You know, yeah. we all have issues, Michael. Amen. Amen. Preach. Get up on that pulpit. Here I am. Come on. I wasn't into the comics really. I don't think I don't think I had ever seriously picked up a comic book until I started reading some of these Star Wars ones. Yeah. And I am really into them now. I like them a lot. Right. It is really fun. It's a different medium, and I like that. It is good. Quick reads. Um, We got that sweet app now, and it's great. Uh, Makes reading a lot easier. Um, So first, I think we'll probably get into the first one we read. 
Um, the third installment of the Rise of Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. This is the issue before the finale. So That's we right. got one more episode or one more issue, probably in another month. Um, and uh, a lot more. Um, young Ben Solo just finding his way in the galaxy. Um, and maybe not being the most honest Mm-mm. about his past, Holly. So, can I can I start here? We we got we got Ben Solo walking into a bar. No, this isn't a bad joke. Oh shoot, I thought it was. A young, annoying brat teenager walks into a bar. Get him out. Get him out of here. We don't serve annoying young brats at this establishment. Um, no, it's not a joke. He does walk into a bar, and at the bar, this is silly to me. <laughs> Are the Knights of Ren? Could we not? I don't know. I guess going into an old watering hole, but they all have their masks on, and I get they're trying to be an intimidating force, but like this is like your happy hour. Let your hair down. <laughs> Let you your know hair what I'm down. Saying? What? What'd you think of that? I actually wasn't even phased by them being in a bar because <laughs> okay. I just yeah no I go ahead go ahead I just feel like we see everyone sitting around a yeah. cantina so like well even in their full garb though I mean I'm okay with them going to a watering hole but like take your helmet off well the, you tell that to the Mandalorian well Ren does right yeah but well, at least the leader we think he's Ren whatever his name well is. he says he is yeah I don't know. He takes his helmet off because he thinks that Ben Solo is being too nervous around him. Yeah, he's like, I know it's intimidating. Let so me just take like, my let me take this off. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let my hair down. <laughs> uh huh. Um, great hair, by the way. I mean, yeah, great but, head of hair. Yeah, but creepy dude. Creepy dude. I could not agree more. Um, but the rest of the night's just sitting there in their full garb, weapons, helmets, you know, at the bar, getting a beverage, and and he says, "Oh, hey, didn't expect to see you here, Ben." Uh, you found us. We were about to leave. And and so Ben seeks him out and, and says he wants to, he doesn't say join them, but he wants to learn from them, yeah. right? And, and and they claim that he, they sense that he's strong in the shadow, just the force, right? Or the dark side of the force. And But Ben wants to learn from him. He's like, I got things to offer. I'm strong, this and that. And he's like, you know, we, I, I, I believe you. Snoke vouches for you. Um, but we told you what, what, what you would need to do to, to join us. Well, he says Snoke vouches for him, but there are too many maybes. Maybe. Which I kind of yeah. want to know, like, maybe what? Maybe like, what? Maybe what else? Well, remember what Snoke said in The Last Jedi. Like, you know, uh, or in the comic books, Snoke even says Luke Skywalker would have been a better apprentice, you know? Um, he 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 knows how powerful he is, and he, and he questions he in the Last Jedi. He you have too much of your father in you. He doubts him. But does he, or is that reverse psychology? I think he honestly doubts him. Hmm. I think he he genuinely thinks that there's there's too much goodness in him, um, and that he is kind of a coward, so to speak, like his father. That's how he views him. Um, so I think he does. I think he, he genuinely thinks that he may not pan out and i'm sure he has you know contingency plans um you know if if we think that you know uh, palpatine's involved somehow he definitely does um so yeah he says you're pretty much gonna have to prove yourself because there's too many maybes here even though you know good old snoke vouches for you um we know you're strong in the in the force but you know we told you before like you gotta someone's gotta die in order to really come join us right you know it was like a gang initiation absolutely you can't Bunch join right you can't join the gang until you murder murder somebody. somebody i don't know 
well, obviously it's messed up. Or, I mean, have you experienced such hazing? No, never no. in my life. No sorority action, no. you know, no Phrasing. binge drink. Wow. wow. I actually don't want to know. The ha- I got to stop the stories there. The hazing, <laughs> the hazing is the drinking of the Michelob Ultra Ooh. on the podcast. Well, we'll do some fun things with the Michelobes in later installments. I'm thinking some shotgunning through hyperspace. I don't know. How's that? Yeah. that you know, mm-hmm. you, you take a, You take a question. You, you take a can mm-hmm. or like drunk trivia trials. Yeah. You get the question wrong. Yeah. You shotgun the Michelob. Well, wow. Holy that would act on camera. That would be intense. That would be super intense. I, I had my my share of, of, of beverages on the trivia trials and in past installments. Um, one phew, was sloppy. I mm-hmm. felt so bad, but there one too many. Um, that was the psychopathy. Those were the dark times <laughs> and the dark side. The days. It the way back. through it. That's right. Uh, so so he says, I have killed someone. Oh, really? Tell us about it. And so this is where we see Ben. He, he's, he's talking about the, you know, the, the three we talked about. If you guys recall the last episodes um, where we discussed the rise of Kylo Ren, there were a few Jedi apprentices that survived the destruction of the temple and they went after Ben. Well, they continued to follow him. And then we, so we see Ben talking to the Knights of Ren here and he gives them a little flashback. He says, well, let me tell you what happened. I, I did kill somebody. I killed a Jedi. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, Snoke said you, you killed, you know, Luke Skywalker, but you know, he's hard to kill. I don't think it was him. He's like, no, someone else. Um, and so he takes us back in time a few days, I guess before, before, whenever this happened after the destruction of the temple. Um, and those three Jedi apprentices catch up with him and confront him. Uh, uh, Ty, uh, and Jim Bob. I don't Hennix. Re- Hennix. Oh, my goodness. Who was the other one? Ty, Hennix, and Vo or Vi. Not Vo. It was Vo. Vo. Um, approach him and confront him. And he's like, just leave me alone. Like, I just let me leave. Which is the same interaction that he had with them in the previous. Exactly. Very similar interaction. Um, but they, he, they're not going to let him go, at least quietly. So there's a confrontation, and it ends up, I, I don't want to go through every detail, um, but there is a death, we believe, at least. It looks like one of them died, right? But we don't know for sure. But we don't know for sure, and, and all of it seemed kind of incidental, right? So he, Vo is, I think it's Vo, right? It is mm-hmm. definitely Vo, um, is the one who really wants him to pay for this. Hennix believes, um, no, Hennix is, is the one who's kind of in the middle. And, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Ty. Ty. He really believes that that Ben's going through some stuff, but he's not bad. Um, but Vo really wants to see him suffer for what he did to, to Luke in the temple. So Wait, she, well, what she thinks what she he thinks did. What she thinks he did. That's exactly. Luke. Because exactly. that's an important detail yeah. in this comic is that earlier, I think, two of these ago... Mm-hmm. two issues ago, he said that he was not the one, yep. or we see that he we wasn't the one who one. burnt the temple down. That's right. That's Somebody right. Somebody else did it. But he's taking he's taking the, the claim for it here, though. He's claiming that he, he, he's, he did do that. He told the knights that he did that, mm-hmm. too. 
So she confronts him. She's like, you're a murderer. And he's like, yada, yada, yada. You want to see a murderer? And he pushes her off a cliff or whatever. But he catches her. But he had lost his temper. But he lost his temper. And it was kind of cool how they did it in the comic. You kind of see his face where he's like, um, traitor. It's kind of like that same face from (laughs) Force Awakens, which was cool. And he force pushed her off a cliff, but he caught her in the and after he did that. Because he like snapped out of it and he realized what he did. At least that's the way that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? He snapped out of it. Um, so you can definitely you're sensing even through the comic the dark side kind of kind of boiling mm-hmm. in him in these moments, because um, a part of a part of him probably doesn't you know he he knows it's not his fault but like I'm getting blamed for it I'm getting so blamed for it and, and it's it, like that self fulfilling prophecy kind of yeah yeah like, yeah it actually like is. okay you're telling me that I'm so terrible so watch me now exactly. watch me be terrible yeah 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 I'll it, show you. And what's what's crazy too is so he's he's describing this to the Knights of Ren. He's he, there's flashbacks, right? So we go from this confer- confrontation or whatever, and they approach him, and then we get a flashback, and 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 Ren, the leader, uh, we think that's his name. Once 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 Ben to go through the details, like okay, who who are these people? And he goes through and he does the introductions from when they were younger, when they were at the academy, whether Luke's temple. Um, which was really cool, I thought. And I know Luke, um, our Luke, Luke Elder, really enjoyed this scene too, as did I, because we're finally seeing a little bit of Luke's temple and what it kind of looked like. And they're out in this meadow outside the temple, and it's great, mm-hmm. and they're lifting rocks. And Luke says something really awesome to, um, it was Vo, right? Yep. Um she seems to be struggling with the lesson or whatever. And, and we find out that she is often comparing herself to Ben, um, knowing that he's a Skywalker, knowing that he's powerful. She's like, I need to be better than him. So every time they're competing, she's always trying to one up him. Um, and Luke, Luke says something really profound to her. Um, and, and we get another little insight into the force. Um, do you remember what he said? I don't recall. Do you remember what yeah. he said? Okay. Um, Cause she gets frustrated that Ben is stronger and yeah. better. And Luke is like, Ben isn't stronger. That's not how it works. It yep. being the force. And he says the force can be a trickle, a stream, a river, a flood for mm. anyone who can sense it. Let's go. Think of yourself as a door. The wider you open, the more easily the force flows through you. Phrasing. Some people, some people just start out with their door a bit more open, mm. but any door can open wide. Gosh, it's a great lesson. It is a great in a lesson. lot of regards, and it's hard to learn sometimes. Yeah, and that's I mean that's exactly what Ray you know kind of was experiencing, right? Like all she knows about you know the Force is that it helps the Jedi you know lift rocks or or, or whatever, um, yeah. and, and, or mind control, whatever it is that she knew. But can I say something yeah. about that real quick? And I I think we should get Luke's um, input on this Definitely. since he's the one who sent it. So next time we'll bring him into this conversation. Yeah. Um, but I know that there historically has been a lot of talk about, um, you know, oh, he's too old to yeah. learn how to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Luke makes this quote, which to me, when I read, some people just start out with their door a bit more open, but any yeah. door can open wide. It kind of yeah. seems to me that you can be a lifetime learner Mm -hmm. in the Jedi Academy. You can get that slower start, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't really matter what age you are or 
how experienced you are, if you are force sensitive, you can learn how to do these things yeah. at any time. And so that was a mistake of, of the Jedi, right? And the council um, that the Anakin himself, they, he's too old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of them thought that that's why he was so aggressive or what, cause they needed to get, it's the same thing as, as the stormtroopers get to him at a, at a young age and, and, and really, um, I don't know, and inflict upon them your will, whatever that is, right? And, and so that was a mistake of the Jedi. Uh, I mean, Anakin, you know, there were other things at play, right, that, that kind of turned him. But Luke is a great example. Luke Skywalker was even older mm-hmm. and became this great Jedi master. Um, and, and so that's definitely something that we're seeing that's different, and, and you're exactly right. Luke has learned that himself, and I'm sure with other, you know, younglings, he's experienced that as well. And that, and with Ray too, he, you know, he doesn't tell her she's too old, right? Mm-hmm. He's just annoyed with the the Jedi in the past and his failure and stuff like that. Um, but he's willing to train her, and she does tap into that, and he explains it in a similar way here. Yeah. But it is fascinating that it, if you can sense it, it flows through you, and it, it may just take more time, and some are just more open to it. And, and Ray is probably one of those people whose door was, you know, a little wider open than, than anyone. You know, and I think that in this issue especially, you kind of get to see a glimpse of how Luke was as a teacher because you don't yeah. really get yeah. that. You don't have that insight when you just see the movies, which yeah. I think is why the comics and the books are so important. Absolutely. Because it kind of gives you that additional information about this person's character that you didn't have before. Yeah. But you kind of can see, like you said, when he finally, like, caves and is like, okay, I will teach you, like, some of the ways of the Force to Ray. Yeah you kind of see him, the parallels between him before, I don't know what you want to call it, the incident. Yeah. Um, and then him when he's with Ray. Yeah. Like you can see that patience and that guidance coming yeah. through. And it's cool to see uh, just the varying states or, or varying talents of, of the younglings too, right? Because we have Henix who's very, he, he um, was it? no, no, Ty. Ty is is kind of a mind reader and that's why he is the one of the three young or apprentices here that that senses the good in Ben and reads his mind every time mm-hmm. they confront him and know he's just struggling with something guys like we he just he just needs friends he needs people to understand that so that's really his talent we see you know that kind of playing out and, and more canon stuff and then um I can't remember what Hennix's talent. What, what was Hennix's? Yeah, so he was more like um, the brains, like yeah, yeah, solving yeah. puzzles, and that's right. You know, he was he He's was talking to a holocron before, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I think the way that he was portrayed was that he could pretty much figure anything out. Yeah, you know, um, and you hear Ren say that. Okay, so he's the brains. He's the brains. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny too because he was floating this holocron in front of him, and Luke was talking to him, and he's like. Is this holocron going to be speaking Huttese? Because I'm not really fluent in it. I'm only <laughs> fluent in other stuff. And then he, 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 with his mind or, or whatever it is that he did, he opens it up yep. and, and communicates with, with the holocron, which was, that was cool. So you're seeing, you know, these special traits with all these characters, and which was kind of a cool way of doing it um, with Ren kind of intrigued as to who he killed and, 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 
I'm sure he doesn't hear much about Jedi, so he's he's curious as to what that was that experience was like. And so ultimately, you know, he tells you know Ren all this information, and the confrontation does lead what looks to be Hennix's death. So he goes and and holds, he pushes uh, Vo right. Um, is it Vo? I feel like yep, it's not Vo. It okay, it's totally Vo. He pushes her off the cliff, holds her, though, when he realizes what he's done, right? Hennix comes up from behind and throws a lightsaber at him, and it breaks his concentration, drops Vo, um, and I think he then uses the force and pushes the lightsaber back at Hennix, and that appears to be what probably got him. But we don't know for sure, because then he just comes down off the cliff, and he, you know, pushes Ty and Vo out of his way. Yeah. He pushes them into a temple. Yeah. And buries them in it. He destroys the temple. Destroys it. Yeah, he kind of caves in the entrance and they're stuck there. Yeah. Um, and leaves them there to presumably die. Um, no, I don't I don't know. I don't think that that was his intention, though. Wow, because yeah. he would have just killed them if he yeah. wanted them out of the way, right? That's very true because he walked right past them. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, and so I think the... the we, we, the knights are, you know, intrigued, cool, whatever. You know, we're not sure we believe you. It doesn't sound like they call it a good death, right? Like it, they don't necessarily believe some of the stuff that he's saying or that it wasn't gruesome enough or whatever it was. And they said, you, you can tag along. Um, we got to find you a new wardrobe. Um, they're all, they're just all very vain. Yes, and I agree. It just shows you how much they don't value life. Mm-hmm. And it's really disturbing. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I need to know more about these guys because they're just not that interesting, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and I, I just want to know why they are the way they are, what exactly it is that they're doing. But they, they, they recruit them, right? And they give them a little change of clothes, and, and they're on their way. Um, and they said, let's find something to burn. So it sounds like they just, you know, pillage for... They're just like gangsters. Whatever, yeah. Um, so that was that issue. I I have, you know, I have some concerns with it. It wasn't a terrible issue. I thought it was some of the stuff on, um, at at Luke's temple was cool, but I really, I wish they would have done more issues of this because I was really hoping to see some more of, of Ben and Luke out, you know, I don't know. I I don't want to reference the the fate of the Jedi too much, but it was such a good series, and and Ben Skywalker and his dad Luke going out and going on missions and stuff. That's kind of what I was hoping to see, and I was expecting from this, but it's not what we're getting. We just saw it once in the we first saw issue. Very very yeah. very small uh, instance of that. So that's it's kind of been a bummer for me because I want to see a little more of that relationship and why we should be. You know what? Ha- I don't know if we'll even find out what happened to Ben here. It doesn't feel like we're going I to. We kind of glossed over yeah. a lot of that. I feel like it's really setting us up to kind of um, see how he came to be the head of the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Um, which I don't know how they're going to do it in with one more issue. Yeah. I guess things are going to have to escalate very quickly. Going to escalate quickly. Yeah. Ren, you know, dies, or maybe that is the good death. Maybe it's. It's been killing Ren. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was going to be something along the lines and of that. And I mean, they make him a very unlikable Ren. They make him a very unlikable character. You don't really like him, but here we are like being empathetic towards Ben Solo. So I kind of feel like in that situation, they're setting you up to be rooting for Ben Solo to come in and take this guy out. Yeah. Um, 
great call. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it could it could be interesting. I just we need a novel or something. Yeah. To fill in some of this time period, if we're not gonna have a television show about it or something like, yeah. I really hope that that I, I know we don't want to revisit that stuff a bunch now. We've kind of moving on from the Skywalker saga, but you want to fill in the gaps. I feel like you have to. I mean, okay. if you're gonna if you're gonna show us a four issue comic book about Kylo Ren and give us these kind of you know random mm-hmm. glimpses into things that have happened, I mean, ultimately this was supposed to show us. And make us feel empathy for Ben Solo before yeah. the rise of Skywalker, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it. That's it was effective in that regard. But now we I, have more I, questions, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, how did this relationship between Ben and Snoke start? Yeah. What happened between Luke and Snoke? Yeah. Who are the Knights of Ren? Where did yeah. they come from? What are they doing? Like you said, you've yeah. asked those questions. I know we've all asked those questions. And now I feel like you're getting yeah. a little bit of a glimpse into it. And I just want to know more because I have more unanswered questions now yeah. at the end of this comic series than yep. I had coming into it. And what happened with Ben and Luke? What happened? Like, why does he hate his uncle so much? You know? Yeah. why? I, I'm sure other than, you know... Ultimately, in, in at the temple, what we see in The Last Jedi, you know, Luke failing him in that moment, there was more before that. And, you know, there was also a quote in this issue that kind of got me thinking, and it's where Ben is having the conversation with Ty, and Ty's trying to, like, tap into his psyche and be like, you know, you just have to be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. And he is, like, Great call. feeling really down on himself and, like, yeah. I don't know, like talking like he was a failure or that like everyone knows where he came from and he can't be as great as everyone thinks that he is. And yeah. I just like, just I'm not, be who you are. yeah, I'm not really sure where that mentality came from. Is it, I mean, it's something we've speculated on in the past, but is it just that there were so many expectations from his parents or from, from yeah. Luke from, I mean, from everyone Yeah, being a Skywalker. But wasn't he meeting those and that, I mean, you see that with Vo being jealous of his skills. But so it's something else. It's, but it's, it could just be that he wanted more, you know, that, that the life of a Padawan, you know, or an apprentice to Luke Scott wasn't enough that yeah. hit that his, that his, he was destined for more and that, could also be Palpatine manipulating him, right? I mean, Palpatine admitted all along he's been manipulating the kid yeah. all along. So there's there's more there, but that's the thing. You take the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker and this comic book, and it's it just there's so many more questions. Yeah. It's like we need a novel to really why not flesh that out more? What? Why? Why wouldn't you? Because you're teasing it in these little places, and if they just move on from this, it's going to really kind of stink. We'll get the answer in 30 years. That would be terrible. Right. But I, I guess there's still time. There's hope because they're, they're, they're you know, finishing up this this comic line. So I just, I hope we're not abandoning it. I, I really hope so. Because I, I, it's one of the most fascinating stories of this entire sequel trilogy, right? And I'm including the comic book in here because that's it's the same era. Yeah. And so, you're not being left with any closure. Yeah, and but that's and that's what's made the Skywalker saga so intriguing is the family drama behind it. I I love it, and, and so what really set Ben off? Oh, we know, you know, it. Not, ultimately, he did. He kind of 
he's screaming, you know, at the commander to blow his uncle up in, in that in that walker. So uh, something's wrong. <laughs> like there's a lot of darkness there. But that had to have happened long after this yeah. because he is not that angry this early on in no. his life. No. So Everything's I'm, just kind of incident, yeah. incidental. It doesn't, it's just all that manipulation that's coming through from Snoke. Yeah. And he's just feeding him yeah. all of this anger and yeah. hate. You know what happens. Yeah, but I still feel like it's not that clear. It, it, to me, it just isn't very clear. And I, I just need a little more. We need more. But they might not. And that kind of stinks. We'll see. see. We'll see for sure. Um. So that's the first issue we're going to talk about tonight, right? It yep. wasn't terrible, but I was expecting more for the whole line itself. But the second comic book we're talking about today is issue three of the Star Wars main line um, for starting in 2020. So uh, this issue, Holly, we're, you know, we're with our heroes. We're with Luke. We're with Leia. We're with Lando. Mm -hmm. um, looking to go back to Cloud City. And pick come. up pick up that lightsaber that Luke lost, right? And I think a few more things, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it, it turns out, you know, it wasn't just everyone going to Cloud City to find Luke's lightsaber because he's going to need it to be a Jedi. I love when we were reading it, Holly goes, does everyone have an errand oh, on seriously. Cloud City? It was great. They're all, like, questioning each other. Like, yeah. why are you coming? Why are you coming? Well, I got this other thing. Oh, okay. And I then someone's like, oh, you, you, what are you doing? You're not coming with me? No, I got a thing, too. I got to do it. Everyone's just kind of, like, has a thing. And there's so many secrets. And so nobody, secrets. nobody's even asking, <coughs> like, any questions. Like, yeah. well, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you need? Well, before we get to our heroes and their, their, uh, their little, uh, oh, uh, return to Cloud City, let's talk about Commander... Zara, 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 Zara. I'd say Zara. Zara, uh, yeah, yeah. I say Zara too. Um, she, we saw her, you know, a couple issues back. Uh, the commander of a star destroyer called Tarkin's Will. Mm -hmm. Is that correct, Holly? Yeah. And I think a couple issues back, we suspected she may even be a little force sensitive, right? Because she's making mm -hmm. these really lucky shots without any targeting computers, kind of, you know, similar to Luke Skywalker. <clears throat> and so, God, I hope I'm not getting bronchitis. Oh, no. Oh, my throat's getting all dry and gross and stuff. Drink that Coca-Cola. <clears throat> it could be the Coke, could be the bronchitis that my sister had. Could be the paint. Oh, my, could be the paint. God, Holly, like I said, if I black out, take over, edit right. this puppy, get it up, and we'll be good. Well, I have some thoughts about this comic, so I'll be able to pick up where we left off. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so so we're, we're, we're talking to Zara, right? And, and uh, they they just, they supposedly just destroyed this rebel cell, and all the ships they could identify, and now they're on to look for other rebel cells. But she has the second in command who says, "Okay, we're gonna let's let's get the ship patched up." And oh, she like she didn't flips like that. out on right. You she, don't. Mm -mm. How dare you? Like you don't understand. Like this, I, I don't. It's kind of weird that she just flipped out. But um, he just says, "Hey, we want to make some some fixes to you know things that have been damaged." And then she says, um, "Do you know what the ship symbolizes?" Yeah, it was kind of random. It just kind of set her off. Do you know what this stands for? Do you know what this thing stands for? So it is Tarkin's will, um, and she tells us a little story um, of how the ship came to be and 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 the crew. And we find out that 
This ship survived the blast of the Death Star, and it looks like it was in a very close proximity to the Death Star, which if you go back and you watch the destruction of the first Death Star, you don't really see much around other than our heroes leaving, I mm -hmm. think. so. But who knows? It could have been a little speck there, and it's, it's a bit of a retcon, but I'll, I'll allow it because an explosion that large, I mean, you know, it'd be like a sun, you know, exploding. Um, Holly, a supernova. Would, a supernova. It would be, you know, pretty, pretty catastrophic, and, and anything nearby would probably be rock. So it, who knows? It may not have been located directly beside the Death Star, but in let's say in that galaxy, because that's probably the, in the whole in the whole galaxy. <laughs> yeah, in the whole galaxy, it's a couple parsecs away, I'm sure. Um, but it survived. But it survived. Took a little damage from that, and and so this 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 commander takes offense to him, saying we need to make some repairs and. It gives him this whole story and says, you know what, I, I when when Lord Vader, you know, told uh, gave me the job of finding the rebels who were who were responsible for this, he said, Get, you can take any ship in the fleet. And she took this ship. Um, and was it Tarkin's old ship? Yeah. I can't remember what they called it before. Now I started forget. with an F. Yeah. Good call. Anyway, so it, it did have a prior name, and it, it, I believe it was Tarkin's ship. Um, so she took it, rebranded it, called it Tarkin's Will, um, and it's it's full of. It was actually uh, dedicated mm -hmm. to um, those who were lost, the millions of souls who were lost um, on the Death Star and its destruction. So she said she only well she only hired crew members mm -hmm. who had lost somebody in yeah. that explosion which is really fascinating so did you get the name of that yet i'm looking up um so zara you know she's got all of these people who are pissed off that they lost fortitude. family fortitude nice call i knew it started with an f i was like well <coughs> what is it luke probably would have known that but hey i have very very short-term memory i'm surprised i recall any more of these books um so she's got this ship right that survived the Death Star. It's full of, you know, family and survivors of the Death Star. They're all pissed off, right? So she's got this whole ship full of people that just want nothing but vengeance for the ones they lost, right? Um, so she, she gives out a chant or whatever, and you see all these... Mm -hmm. these Fists. These fists just chanting, yeah, like... And they never forget. They're never going to forget. It was, Yeah, it was, we're never going to forget what happened, and we're going to fight, you know, for justice, which was, uh, it may seem a little cheesy to some in the beginning, I'll be honest, I did, but it's it's actually kind of nice that you're seeing, you're seeing something from the Empire's perspective during this moment, which you don't see um, much of in Star Wars, yeah, and that they're using it as a rallying cry for the Empire. She said, right? this vessel is a memorial to the great tragedy of the Death Star oh. and an instrument of vengeance for everyone who that's died right. with it. Amen. Yeah, so I, that's cool, right? Because, I mean, we see our heroes and and and, and we see, you know, uh, the destruction of, 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 of their planets, Alderaan. Uh, like, they're using that as a rallying cry. Mm -hmm. um, even, like, Jeddah later on, like, you know, it's a rallying cry for the, the, the troops and, and Rogue One. Um, but we don't really see that from the perspective of um, the uh, the Empire. Now, 
you do a little bit in Battlefront 2 in the campaign mode. Um, you see a little bit of that. And I think, I want to say in Lost Stars, we do as well, which is a book Holly needs to read. That needs yep. to be one of the next book club books. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Okay. Throw it up there as one of your top. and, and I'll put it on the list. It's so good. Um, so that it may have been in that point too. but It's just like another way that they're starting to humanize yes, yeah. villains, yeah. you know? And giving these people a reason to be going and, and seeking out and making it so personal that they will do whatever it takes to find these rebels. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so that was kind of an interesting, you know, little tidbit there in the beginning. So we're back with our heroes. We get to Cloud City, which is overrun with the Empire, right? I mean, that was... Lord Vader's doing there. It's full of stormtroopers now. There's turrets everywhere, and you got you know Lando coming in, uh, kind of smoothing over you know one of the uh, one of the pilots that confront them when they kind of come into the uh, the Cloud City realm, and he's about to shoot him down. He says, "Whoa, it's the it's the administrator of this this facility." And uh, well, he knows him personally. He asks, knows him personally. He asks how <laughs> his son's son? doing. Um, and so he makes it through, you know, initial security there, but they start getting shot at by others. And, and, and that turns out he's got a nice little like Apple watch, you know, thing. And he shuts down all the, all the, the turrets, right? Just by the, the press of a button on his wrist. Um, so he had some main override measure on his watch and, and shut everything down. So they get on a cloud city and that's where things start to unravel because, it was funny. You're like, we're getting the lightsaber. We're getting out. And it's like, wait a second. I told you guys, I got a debt. I got to go pay. Um, and so Lando kind of splits off and, and, uh, Leia's like, I got something I got to attend to too. And Luke's like, can I help you? She's like, no, nah, we need to split up. You go find your saber. We'll get out here quickly. So <sighs> Lando, uh, goes and, and seeks out his, his old friend, uh, Lobot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's hooked up to some weird machines. He's hooked up to a hundred different cables. It kind of felt like, which we'll talk about, kind of yeah. felt like um, Echo. Echo, in bless it. The Clone Wars. Yeah, it was a pretty similar situation. It was. So yeah, Lobot had those uh, those upgrades and on <laughs> on his head, and they were making the best of it, um, using him for whatever purpose. So <clears throat> apparently, that's who he owes a debt to, um, and he's going to try to go save him. Now, Leia is there on Cloud City, and she goes to the Carbonite freezing chamber. We know who she's looking for. Looking for Han. Um, well, Leia finds herself in a pickle, right? And she, what was funny is she's got a, a scarf over her face trying to go in all <coughs> incognito. and um, She gets captured. She gets captured. Stormtroopers show up, realize that she's not an Ugnaught, which was really funny. She's like... She gets busted, and she's like, hey, I'm just making sure this thing's ready for carbonite freezing. And uh, he's like, that's funny, because that's what the Ugnaughts do. And then he stunned her, uh, which was great. And um, He's like, you don't look like an Ugnaught. You don't look like an Ugnaught. Well, that's true. But she doesn't, yeah. No, not at all. Um, So Leia, indisposed. And then Luke finds the level where Lando had told him his lightsaber would be because he, he explained it all. It was really funny. Lando was like, hey, it's a wind tunnel. Like anything that falls in there goes to this one place in this one deck area. You'll be able to find it in no time, right? So Luke's like, cool, gonna go get my saber, get out of there, get with my friends. If only it were that easy. And this thing is like the trash compactor times a billion. It is 
I mean, it's like a huge landfill, pretty much, right? Yeah, you know that scene in Aladdin? Ooh, I don't recall. Oh, okay. Well, he, like, goes down into the lion, and it's, like, this big chamber filled with treasures. Mm. It's kind of like that, but this isn't treasure. But it's not treasure, it's Well, I guess what they say is one man's trash is another man's treasure. That's right. There's a couple Ugnaughts in there, sort through stuff, but you can just see Luke was a tiny little, you know, speck amongst all this junk. He's just like, are you kidding me? I know, he's mad. What am I going to do? Now... It ends with, you know, an image of Leia frozen in carbonite. And a sneak peek of the next mm-hmm. issue in a month shows her in carbonite and Vader kind of observing her in carbonite. So that could be interesting. But Holly. What were your problems? You want to hear my problems or you? I want to hear your, your thoughts on the issue? I mean... Can I be honest? Come on, you didn't care. I didn't. Okay. This issue didn't really do anything for me. I don't really yeah. feel like it gave me, other than like the end where Leia's and Carbonite, yeah. I just kind of felt like it didn't really give me any information that like I That's needed fair. to know. That's fair. <clears throat> I mean, I guess it needed to set you up to show why they all were on Cloud City at the same time again. Uh, again, yeah. But I just like, I don't know. I feel like it could have been done differently. But uh-huh. hey, I'm not the writer. Yeah, yeah, no, it seems kind of kind of crazy and and if you think about it now think about episode five Mm -hmm. wait no sorry okay i'm confused yes so after luke loses his hand Uh uh-huh he goes down that wind tunnel right yep i guess i just kind of thought the saber was gone right well it still could be it still could be, but Lando said everything goes into that one place from that area. Uh, uh, the Saber and Luke look like they went down the same shaft. Whoa. Phrasing. Phrasing. Wow. But right, am I wrong? Guys, tell me if I'm wrong, but it looked like they went down the same place. So, in theory, Luke should have went there as well, unless there's some sorting that goes on in the tunnel. But Luke ends up on the bottom of the city essentially so to speak right or whatever that area of the city was hanging there remember when he gets he's yeah. sitting there holding on with one arm yeah. i just I, I guess i thought that they would have ended up in the same place which was probably you know you know so to from death. <laughs> so from watching the movie you just yeah. assume that if you fall you get spit out kind of into space you're in the As abyss kind of like, yeah, like people just throw their junk out there or something i don't know i mean yeah that sounds familiar yeah, um, like a, like Earth. Yeah, right. But it's space. But it's space. But it's filled with trash. Yes. But not Luke's lightsaber. Uh, well, yeah, it's still out there. No, I, I just guess I I assumed it was gone. That's a no. That's a great question. I right? didn't think about that. I, I don't know. It's just for me. It just I kind of. It seems silly that we're going back and looking for this lightsaber, and I get he, it. Almost feels like it's his only you know, way to bend. It's his only way to connect to the force. I guess he also feels very lost without his hand. And very true. You're right. I think that that lightsaber acts as an anchor for him. You know what? You're absolutely right. Because he even mentions that figure, the cloaked figure, remember? And Mm -hmm. his mind keeps going back to that. He keeps having all these flashbacks, which they've shown every single issue in this line. He's having all these flashbacks. He cannot let it go. So he thinks he can't let it go. So he probably thinks he's going to get answers, right? And that's why he's so mm-hmm. obsessed. But with But here's it. something else. Yeah. Lando could be wrong. 
Lando could be wrong. I mean, Lando's yeah. been wrong before. He has. But, I mean, did Maz go through that whole, you okay. know, mountain of trash? I, I don't guess know. now that you're talking about it, I guess it kind of makes, like, the mystery of Luke's, Luke's lost lightsaber a little less intriguing. A little bit. Because I'm like, so it didn't get lost. Some, see, now you got me thinking about it. Now you got me all worked up. Or an Ugnaught stumbles across it and oh my God, accidentally an impales himself. Oh, I thought you were going to say takes it. Wow. What about like a Jedi Ugnaught? That wasn't <laughs> one of the options on the Star Wars name chart. Please. I lo- I, and you know what? I, I hope that he would be paired up with, uh, with a uh, Hut Jedi. I mean, they would make a badass team. Well, we'd have to get a name for the Ugnaught Jedi. Walho and... Eldas and... What was yours? Uh, I don't recall. We never, call, we never call you it. I know. It must not have been good. Let's do it, it again. Bad. It was bad. We'll, we'll do have, one for the yeah. Ugnaught, too. Um, uh, that would be fantastic, Holly. I, I, I kind of hope we do see an Ugnaught get that lightsaber, and he, he takes it into his you know, quarters and just, just kind of waves it around. He, like, works his way to freedom That'd and ends awesome. up at Moss's, God, and then she takes freaking great. the lightsaber. He yeah. loses it in a gamble. Wait, are we going oh, in a wow. big sur- he starts gambling. Listen. He like he like pays off his you know his. I'm just speculating yeah. here, but no, I think that's, anything could happen. I think that's a great you know maybe some fan fiction. Is that what I'm writing right now? I think so. I mean, you're a great artist, so I think you'd probably be a great writer too. I could do a comic book. I believe do you the could. writing and the art. No, I would want a, a a teen, a young adult, young adult fiction here with an ugnot, maybe a lost lover that he's coming back to, and he's like, check out that I got this laser sword. Would, you know, I did this for you. Who would his lost lover be? <clears throat> I don't know. It wouldn't be a hut. No, I, I'm, I'm presuming another Ugnaught. I don't know. Does it have to be? It, I I don't know how biology works. We're about diversity so. in this. Oh, I am too, but I just don't know if it works. Right? Phrasing. Phrasing. Anyway. So our heroes are left in, in, in a bit of a pickle. All of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they, even with Lando, stormtroopers show up and he's trying to get Luke to come help him. So they're all in a pickle. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Holly, because it's, this is, and even in Luke, I know when we talk to Luke about this, he sees comic books as kind of like a, a very, very, very light canon. <laughs> like doesn't go all into it, loves it, you know, appreciates it. And, and, but when it's not great, it's kind of just a light cannon. Um, so this is kind of that for me, especially the I'm okay with him going back and I'll even accept the laser sword being a hunk of trap, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Even Lando going back to save Lobot, like whatever. But Leia getting frozen in carbonite, I don't know why it just doesn't sit well with me. It just doesn't sit well with me. And I don't think it sits well with Luke either because he didn't want to spoil the issue for me uh, before I'd read it. And I, I, he had some issues with it, and I, I'm assuming we're maybe on the same page there. But everything else was fine. But that just, I don't know how I feel about that. Han and Leia, two lovers. Two lovers passing. frozen in time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's going to have to get out of that situation anyway because she goes and rescues them. So I... Maybe that'll tell us a little more about how she gets to that point, but uh, we've got many, many issues to go. If this thing is going to go as long as the first line, um, then we've got a while. We've definitely got a while. I think the thing that doesn't sit well is Darth Vader observe. Are you sure it was Leia? Yeah, I mean, is it someone else? No. Could, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I think it was the image we saw of her frozen, but... 
I don't know, guys. I, I mean, what do you think? Are you okay with Leia being frozen? I mean, is it real? Is that? I don't know. We want interesting things to happen, but maybe not that interesting. I don't know. <laughs> How does our princess get out of there? I don't know. I'm, I'm so okay with a lot of things, but I don't know why. Like, and, and that's kind of strange because I was okay with with Vader and, and Luke confronting each other, you know, before, you know, they actually confront mm. each other. So from the first main line, that's what happens right in the beginning. Luke's in his freaking cool gold jacket, and, and, and he just runs into Lord Vader. He's like, I want to take him, and he gets his butt whooped. But I loved it, and I was okay with it, even though, you know, we think his first confrontation was later on. But I think I was okay with it because he got his butt whooped, and he needed to learn. Yep. And it works for me. But this, I just don't know why. I, and maybe it's just because Han is its so special that he's the one that's frozen, and, it's and iconic. he survives. It is iconic. It absolutely is. It's one of the is. most iconic scenes in, I mean, in all of Star Wars, you can get all him, of film. You actually. can get him as a refrigerator. You can get him as a coffee table. You can get him as an ice cube tray. I don't see light. Well, now when I go to the cons, we go to Anaheim because that's where they sell a lot of this stuff. And we can they, be Han and Leia and Carbonite. Oh, my God. What? Would you? No. One day. I would never cosplay. Just, Props to well, people who not, do it. Why, why are you so anti-cosplay? I Because you like to be cool. That's the one thing about Holly. She doesn't look to like to look uncool unless she's walking her dog at 8 a.m. And, you know. I think my rain boots and my leggings yoga look fine. pants and, fine. and rain boots. But you wouldn't cosplay. I don't know. An hour's worth of cosplay. Maybe. Because what's it, funny is that a lot of people there aren't going to get it. And that's funny. They'll be like, are you both Han? No. <laughs> Did you read the comic book? Do you know what you're saying? Maybe. Do you know Star Wars, brah? Sorry. I mean, but maybe. We would never like that with people. <laughs> we'll be in California, yeah. though, so everything's going to be brah. Bra. Is it though? We're gonna have to ask Brent. I have no idea. Are we being offensive? Do you think every listener from California is like, "Wow, this podcast sucks"? Well, I'm turning it off. I mean, some, and they probably left one star reviews. Nope, they didn't. Um, Too much Star Wars hate. Too much Star Wars hate. But it probably, you know, our French listeners probably don't. (laughs) Our French Canadians, yeah. Because the Acadians. Because you're from Maine. No, it's because I never ate the damn snail. Oh my god, we still have to do that. You're right. Oh my God. That needs to happen. Everyone. It's going to have to happen outside, though, because I'm going to tell you right now, no vomit will happen on these new floors. <laughs> you know, I'm shocked at how many yeah. people have told me, Yeah. oh, I had snail. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. that bad. That's what we've heard. If you can deep fry it and give me some cocktail sauce <sighs> and I can just pretend Maybe. it's a shrimp. Maybe. I mean, I would allow it because I'm going to have to eat it, too. So I want that thing fried if we can. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. We still, we still owe uh, from that bet. We owe everyone a, a snail guzzle. Maybe we ew. wash it down with a little ultra. You'll Slurp be good. it like an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> I might gag, so Gross. we'll have to do that outside and with film a Michelob it. ultra. I'll wash it down with a Michelob. It needs to be. Well, chased. technically, doesn't Luke have to do it now too, since he's a part of the podcast? Yes, <laughs> this is going to be uh, a group effort. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or he at least has to film the thing and clean up the vomit. But Nasty. So, uh, yeah. Holly, I think that's a great cosplay idea. I mean, okay, Han and it's Leia, so, Frozen and Carbonate. It's one of the best that I've heard. Because right. uh, seen, I've seen Han. I've seen 100 Hans. But Han and Leia? Never. I mean. 
See, it's just better with you now. You're welcome. It's so great. I'm down. I, with it. We're going to make this happen, guys. Um, You'll see us in 171 put, days. We got Yeah. Is that how many days? Wow. Yeah. Impressive. The countdown begins, Holly. <laughs> uh, guys, let's petition Holly to, to get on board with this idea. And I am totally down to at least for an hour. Um, cosplay as Han and Leia, Frozen and Carbonite together. Uh, I would say forever, but we know it's not. Um, wow, that felt personal. Who, it what did it mean? To, <laughs> did it mean to be who? Who gets? Yeah. Well, I guess. Come on, let get it out. I, I feel like you know the, you're half you're half deep in that Michelob Ultra. Just get it out. It must be Mercury because I almost asked <laughs> who gets. Damn you! I almost asked who gets unfrozen first. Yeah. Do you even watch Star Wars? Well, that depends on you know and what space time you're talking. Oh Are we in a black God. hole? Time has stopped completely. Is if if Han's in the black hole and Leia isn't, well then Leia's getting frozen first. Anything's game. Anything's game. Especially in a black because hole. you're talking Phrasing. about wow. Phrasing. You were talking about the Death Star being a supernova. We know those collapse into a black hole. God, if only, you know, that would have been a much, well, I don't know. Wouldn't have been a cleaner death Can you imagine destruction. A, a black hole in Star Wars? Like, you just get too close to that, like, event horizon, yeah. and then, like, the whole empire gets sucked in. That's the end of it. I'm actually okay with them exploring a little more of that space, you know? Mm. Act, like, literal space. I'm not talking expl explosions, <laughs> you know, phrasing. Uh, I'm talking space, you know. And if you think about it, like, I don't know, so many phrasings in space. That's crazy. So many phrasings. Black holes, explosions, like, you know, super, Those are supernovas. Is that a phrasing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think the paint's getting to me, <laughs> to be honest. I lost my damn mind. Hello. Yeah. Oh, heard that once or twice. Oh, wow. Um, that was personal. But I, so I, to me, Leia and Carbonite wasn't a big fan. Okay. And, and I think Luke's going to say the same thing. So it didn't, you didn't really care either way. Wasn't your favorite issue. We'll say that. I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. Yeah, the comics on. are meant to explore things yeah. that the films didn't. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a point to yeah. this. Uh -huh. And it might explain something later. Yeah. It might be one of those, you know, uh, those issues where it just gets us to a point that we, you know, love. Maybe. But not the lightsaber. I don't know. I got to see how it plays out. I just, it kind of bothered me because that's what I assumed happened. It just kind of went off, you know, just like Luke did. I don't know. Why is, that, why is it bothering me so much? I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it's just one of those nights. Maybe it's, it's just the paint. one of those nights. It's the paint. It's the paint. It's little, the full moon. A little high. Full moon. I mean, Mercury's in retrograde, right? That was retrograde. Was that it? You got it. I nailed it. Um, learning more about our solar system every day. Or it could be the time change. Oh my God. There's so many things happening right now. What a terrible day. This is why my body is exhausted. <laughs> okay. And I cannot believe we've gone for an hour because I, I mean, I was drained. Um, and, and so Holly and I had a long weekend of painting and getting stuff, you know, put together. It was, I, I mean, I, I don't even remember it all, Holly. It went by in a blur. It, well, yeah, it did. What was, was yeah. that Luke's lightsaber flying <laughs> through the abyss? It was like a flaccid laser sword <laughs> there. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, <laughs> sounded like I meant. Phrasing. Moving on. I am on it today. 
phrasing. There okay. we go. Um, Anything else about the comics, Holly? I don't think we, so. I'm here. definitely enjoying the Kylo Ren one yeah. much more than the main line, which is a bummer because okay. the Kylo Ren one is much shorter. Yeah. Uh, but maybe the main line will start to get better to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think I think it will. I think it will. Um, and we 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 definitely did also pick up, you know, uh, episode three of the Clone Wars. Um, we won't speak a lot on it, but it was okay. It was okay. When when Luke comes back, we're going to talk about the the past four episodes and mm-hmm. and go over that whole arc, um, and what we learn about the clones and and Echo and Anakin and Padme and all that good stuff. So there's plenty more Clone Wars to come, and we are going to talk about it, guys. There's just not a ton really to dissect in, in those episodes, and so we all kind of thought it'd be a good idea to just go over the arc itself. Um, and so we will definitely be doing that in the next episode. But um, anything else, Holly? I don't think so. You know, I'm yeah. just chugging my way through Rebels, yeah. and that's keeping me wow. going. Like chugging the Michelob Ultra? Just chugging in general. I really hope that you remember that episode of Rebels because it was one <laughs> of the best. It was a good one. Episode 10 of season three we'll talk about it some other time i don't know the paint's getting to me guys (laughs) i hope you enjoyed this episode have a good week we talk to you soon see ya